We have just finished watching the original 1981, The Evil Dead, in preparation for Evil Dead Rise when it comes out in a month and a half, two months. Yeah, I want to say it's out on like the 16th of April. Yeah. In the UK, I don't. So it's like released a month earlier in America or something. But I've never seen. I've never seen The Evil Dead. You've never seen any of The Evil Dead or any Evil Dead related things? I, before watching the film, I knew the main character's name was Ash, and I knew there was a hand, but I didn't meet a hand, and I knew there was a chainsaw. Literally it. You were getting a bit curious about why the chainsaw hadn't turned up yet, and then it turns up for like one scene, and it's never seen again. And yeah, he just doesn't fucking use it. Like, yeah, I get it's your girlfriend, but also, she tried to kill you. So the plan is in preparation for Evil Dead Rise, we will watch Dead by Dawn, Army of Darkness, and then the f- and then all three series and the reboot from twenty eleven. Something more. I think I think it was more recent than that, but maybe I will find out. And all three seasons of Ash vs Evil Dead, despite Evil Dead Rise being completely unrelated to any other Evil Dead project. Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. I, I thought it was more recent, but it's still ten years since the last Evil Dead film what was it i saw something the other day and i didn't realize it was like 10 years old and i actually felt old (laughs) i'm I'm the same i saw something similar and it was like oh that's 15 years ago wonderful uh and if i sound any different it's because i'm currently ill again so i don't think that megan was very impressed with a film from the 80s that had a budget of £375,000. Dollars. Dollars. Dollars, which we converted with the rates of inflation. Yes. So, with inflation, it's it's $1.2 million. However, it's not. If you had that much money, like now, that's the equivalent of what it would be. But because of how inflation works, they couldn't have bought the equivalent of today's 1.2 million of stuff. The thing is, in reality, probably most film cameras cost more than that. They had very basic equipment, and they use stop motion, and they use basically every camera bit of trickery they can to to get the effects they use. It's none of it. It's like digital effects. Sorry, my cat sat next to me, and he's crumbling away. <laughs> he's staring at me. It's because I won't give him the the... He wants cuddles, but also I have a certain, like, squishmallow that he wants, and I won't give it to him. <laughs> we can explain the politics of my, um... Your cat's someone else. It's a special mini-episode. Oh my god, we cats. should. <laughs> but yeah, he's just casually grumbling next to me. Now, it was good. I just don't necessarily understand all the hype. Like... To be honest, I kind of stopped making notes just because... There's not a lot to know. Other than really, the clock stopped at 5.50pm-ish. And that was consistent throughout the film. And then, like, all of a sudden in the morning, well, morning, in inverted commas, the clock changed to, like, 3 o'clock. So it's, like, moved nine hours. Yeah. Which I, I said at the time, because I'm very much into my Five Nights and Freddy's, and it very much reminds me of the, oh, you last till 6am, the second 6am happens, all the lights come up and you've got the cheering and all of that. 
so I definitely got like that sort of vibe that time just kind of stops and then all of a sudden it carries on if that makes sense I feel like the book's gonna come back as well even though he set fire to it you said you didn't understand the hype mm-hmm this was what they called a video nasty yes it was, yeah it's banned for quite a long time and I want to say it was someone like Stephen King who got it unbanned because he praised it so much that the film board basically went oh we have to show it to people would not surprise me a lot of people I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the good majority of Evil Dead fans say this is not the best Evil Dead film my dad just finds this film funny yeah. which I, I get to be fair the best Evil Dead film third one Oh. Evil Dead 2. I've just seen a lot of stuff to do with Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is a fucking fantastic film, but there's a reason it's not called Evil Dead 3. It's going to be they like lost the rights or something, but we will get into that. Oh god, Jedi is the exact reason, but no, what I mean is, metaphorically speaking, Evil Dead, this one, The Evil Dead, is a, is a straight out camp horror movie. It's not intentionally camp, but it's camp. We might just make this like a mini-series of like just camp horror movies that are great. Evil Dead 2 is a horror comedy. And it is genuinely scary, and it is quite funny. That one wasn't scary. Evil Dead 3, otherwise known as Army of Darkness, and it's never referred to as Evil Dead 3, it's always referred to as Army of Darkness, is a comedy horror. Okay. I do like my comedy horrors. I'll take that. Though, mind you, we have just watched Knock at the Cabin. Don't watch it. You were quite disappointed. I was so disappointed, but... Like, so you can kind of see the range of stuff that we watch. Um, we've also just watched Puss in Boots. That's Highly recommend. Go see if it. If you have a choice between Puss in Boots and... Knock at the cabin, cabin, watch Puss in Boots. Because... French Kiss, iconic. But no, I think the book's going to be back just because... You said in the second film it's called something different. So I can't actually remember what they call it in this one because they call it something the different. Book of the Dead. Yeah but, yeah, but they give it like a Latin name, which I think is the just direct translation. I don't speak Latin. Oh, sorry, not either. even Latin. I think it's Candarian. I think they change it. But in the second film onwards, it's known, it's known as the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. I'm not going to try and say that. Because the Necronomicon is a lot more recognisable being a Lovecraft invention. But honestly, it is a solid film. It definitely plays into stereotypes. So this is a pretty good example. This this film, this Cabin in the Woods, all of the stereotypes of Cabin in the Woods movies come yeah, from we, this. Yeah, we did have a quick look at the YouTube clip of if you of the Cabin in the Woods of a certain part of that, which we might do. We might do a rewatch and I might re-react to because even though I've seen it a couple of times, I haven't seen it. And understand I the think references. you need this Hellraiser and the Ring at the very least to understand all of the references. I feel like possibly a couple of the more yeah. older ones as well, like um, the Senate. Um, that's it. Also, a little appreciation to Werewolf by Night and Ted. Yes, yes. I love Ted. I love Man You thing. get points if you know the connection between them and the Werewolf by Night. Oh my god, I, I love Man Thing. Honestly, if anyone ever has any comics of Man-Thing that they don't want, please, I, I will, yes, because I love him. Sorry, we're doing lots of tangents. Circling back, so what I was saying was, if Army of Darkness is a comedy horror, and it is an Evil Dead film where the characters are the same, all about the settings very different, but I'm not spoiling that for you. 
it's a very different feel. It leans a lot more into slapstick comedy, into like, it's creepy, there's horror concepts, but it is by no means a horror film. Mm-hmm. It's a very, uh, there's a massive love letter in Army of Darkness to Ray Harry ha- Harryhausen. But we will probably get into that once I've seen it, just because... I don't want to spoil it for you either. Yeah. But you will understand exactly what I mean when we get there. But yeah, now this is a straight horror movie, which at this point in cinematic history... It's just classic. It's classic. At the time, it was seen as horrifically gory and violent and, and awful to watch. Now it's like that's very dated but i still love it because it's dated because it's plasticine monsters because it's stop motion he loves practical effects in case we haven't mentioned that ever before one thing i will say i do like the fact that literally everything was one or two takes yeah because that i think you find now when you're watching like gag reel and stuff I don't know, to hear how many takes it takes, it's just a bit like... Well, the sheer amount of fake blood they used. There's a story Bruce Campbell tells in one of his autobiographers, because of course I've read them and I have them and they have them signed, about it got to the point where he took his shirt off and it was it looked like he was still inside it because it was so, like, so much dried fake blood on it. It was the same shape as him. That's funny. Sorry, the cat is now stretching his toes. <laughs> I'm not, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm melting. I have several questions about this film, about your views on this film. So you think the book's going to come back even though it was burned? Do you have any other predictions? I have a more specific version of that question in a minute, but I'm asking that in general. Well, I already know he doesn't go to therapy, and I think he needs to go to therapy. I feel like he's going to have PTSD flashbacks of, like, killing his friends. Yeah. I don't really know what to expect. What do you think happened to ash immediately at the end of this film they're either never going to talk about it ever again or it's going to be like he got attacked again or i don't think he'd be possessed i don't think they're going to kill everyone possess everyone and then the last survivor gets gets yeah, possessed yeah as well. because as we dis- we discussed uh, before we started recording he is the first instance of a male final girl if he's not the first he's one of the very he's one of the first for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. yeah i don't think they're gonna do that i don't think they're gonna do that Fair enough. i think they might at the end of ash versus evil dead the tv, TV show. show the ending of the tv show again i'm not t- spoiling max we're so far away from at the moment you're gonna have thoughts well the main reason like we watched the so when we went to go see knock at the cabin we saw the trailer for the new one and it actually scared me i just like the musical choice of que sera sera i would just like to say oliver has had to edit out me singing the song choice in that trailer just go watch the evil dead rise trailer and then imagine someone butchering the song being played in the background with a very weird accent so yeah you think at the end and me because evil dead 2 picks up immediately after this film like the end of this this film ends evil dead 2 immediately begins granted there's like six or seven or something years between them but you know you don't think he's possessed you think he's either either it's just like nothing happens or he gets attacked again by the evil okay fine We'll talk about it more when we do the Evil Dead 2 reaction. See, for you guys, it's going to be a while, but for us, we're going to be watching this because we are taking a break from Supernatural and Doctor Who to do this. So we're going to be watching purely the Evil Dead, like, for the next however many weeks. I will talk about it more when we do Evil Dead 2. There is a 
because of rights issues there is a big difference between what happens in this film and what they tell you happens in this film in Evil Dead 2 that again we'll get there but I want to know my big question is did you actually enjoy the film for all its flaws did you have a good time watching it to borrow a description from another podcast was it good bad good with bad bits or bad with good bits I think it's good with bad bits. Like, I would watch it again. Good. That's all I can really say about it. Uh, what I'm going to say, and I'm going to put this in the in the caption. caption and in the description, the rape scene in this film, for now, for, from today's point of view, is very tame. Honestly, I was just confused as to what was happening. But I can definitely see it being triggering for some people. Oh, 100%. But I was sat there watching it, and I, I literally turned around, and I was like... Is it? Is the tree? Uh, I was like, is something going to come? I kind of had like, to explain to you what was going on. I think possibly because I, I'd been pre-warned by many friends just because of reasons, and I was just a bit like, okay, I'm expecting like a zombie or something to come, and so. If it was that, I would have I would have warned you yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah, you you did you enjoyed it. You thought it was bad bits in it what would you give it out of 10 bearing in mind i know it's not a perfect film but i would like to give it like an eight just because i love it so much i don't feel safe saying because i say whatever you want <laughs> if as long as you're being honest possibly like a six or a seven that is a lot better than I th- what i thought you were going to say i'm happy with a six or a seven 6.5 split down the middle probably more like a 6.3 six point okay let's go really into decimal places 6.3 out of 10 fair enough fair enough i think you'll enjoy evil dead 2 more because it's so it's much more iconic and ash actually gets a a weapon b a disfigurement and c a catchphrase well yeah because he like got bitten on the leg so he's probably gonna have a limp or something now i'm not saying nothing nothing else I'm excited for you, for you to watch it. Yeah, we'll do that soon. Purely because this is a quick one. I'm hoping we spend more time doing the others. But yeah. Stay safe. Enjoy. Have fun. And let us know your thoughts because I want to know people's thoughts on Ash Williams. <laughs> and on that note, goodbye. So, we have just finished watching Evil Dead 2 from 1987. Ash Need Therapy. That is, yeah, you're not wrong. Megan said that before we even started watching the film. (laughs) So, I'm just going to let Megan talk. I have questions, but I will wait until after she has spoken. Um, I mean, obviously it's not a horror. Forgive me for saying that. Like, it's scary and you've got, like, the gore factor and things like that. But it just, to me wasn't a horror it wasn't necessarily even like a comedy horror because whilst yes there were funny one-liners and comments it wasn't necessarily a horror horror or comedy horror if that makes sense fair enough i just looked at it i was curious wikipedia says the first one is a horror movie it says the second one is a comedy horror movie nope and then the third one, it counts. Can be an action. A I'm dark so fantasy good. horror comedy. Oh, deep joy. <laughs> because of what happens at the end of this film. Which was predictable. Okay, so from the beginning of this film, you could not have predicted that's how it ended. From the beginning of the film. No, from the beginning. From the beginning, I thought they were just remaking 
the first one. Which they kind of are, but like... Yeah, it's... The second one, she had the photo, like the, the page, and it had like the guy with the, his sword in the air, and it was a blue shirt. That was obviously Ash. And then, as it was like, oh, the portal's there. Hmm, he was possessed. The air dragon, everything that was possessed, back into the portal. Like, to me, that was just very, very obvious. I mean, that's fair. It's, it's considered to be a soft reboot because of rights issues, which I don't know everything about. But yeah, it's... I See, I find it funny because it's comedy in that it's slapstick. It's not comedy as in there's a load of jokes in it. The scene of him himself up because he's got the possessed hand is still really funny. You laughed at a couple of things. <laughs> oh yeah, the one-liners are like funny. Um, I mean, hang on, I wrote a couple of them down. Like, the dance with me was funny and the manic laughing was creepy. Yeah. I, I will get to the bit that I found cringy. Which is, you're just wrong. I, I'm not wrong. Everyone bully, bully him for saying I'm wrong. No, because unfortunately the bit that you think is bad is the thing that everybody loves. No, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's cringy. There's a difference. Okay, so, having seen the first two, everyone says this is the best of the originals. Do you think this is better than the first one? Yes and no. Like, I very much do always love the first one. Yeah. And I think this one's good. But I think it's on par with the first one. Okay, because you gave it the same score, didn't you? I think if we've got that right, I think you yeah. gave the last one a six and you gave this one a six. I can't remember what I gave the first one because I didn't write it down. Fair enough. So I said at one point that Bruce Campbell is a very good actor and you agreed with me. <laughs> first and only time. He has range, and you can see that, because yes, and for his, uh, part of the film, he's under heavy prosthetics. Not as heavy as Ted, maybe, but he's under heavy prosthetics. Yeah, hi, Ted. Appreciation for Ted. Oh, Ted deserves a lot of appreciation. So, he, he has the emotional range of the anger and the, and, the, and the sadness and the possession, and but he can get written off as like a just, he's just a B-movie actor, which he is, but he's been in a lot, and also... He's very, very good, and he, he he knows that that's who he is, and he just plays up to that. But I think I think he's really good in this role. It's, it's, it's his most iconic role for a reason, and it's not just because it was his first role. Oh no, you can definitely see that he's like gone with gone with this. Like he's made it his. Yeah. So. You pointed out, you got confused at the beginning because you thought they were going back to the cabin again before I explained. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck would you go back? So, there is a big jump in characterization between the first film and the second film. Ash is still the bit, a bit, not so much street, he's, he's, he's street smart and naive, but he's not very book smart. This, this version of Ash is the version that they go on with. It's the version that everyone preferred. You've got Ash in the first film where he's he's really he's, he's the, the traditional like good boyfriend of like he's loving and he's affectionate and, he, and he's really upset by what happens and he's traumatised. Then you get Ash in this film and he's more of the witty action hero style 
and people preferred that because it's funnier and because it gives him more to play with than just constantly upset and traumatised in Ash vs Evil Dead you get to see the side of him that is still hurting after what happened but with this it's more just like let's make him the traditional hero I prefer it as well because you get the lines you get the you know I swallow your soul swallow this shoots them in the face line don't forget the like the repetition of Dead by Dawn oh god I love the Dead by Dawn yeah it's brilliant it's it's the stop right I'm getting sidetracked yeah so we'll, we'll talk about Ash for a second before we get on to the, the effects and the creepiness but yeah he gets those sort of lines and then he gets the iconic tooling up sequence in which after that that's Ash from now on that is Ash he's not being possessed he's not being haunted he's not being um, traumatised he's in control he's got the chainsaw he's got the boomstick which you don't know the ref why it's called that yet but I will explain uh, when we get to a certain point he's got so the cha- I won't write that down yeah. he's got the chainsaw he's got the shotgun he's got the whole outfit he's got the incredibly quickly made like new arm that is Ash people love that because from that scene onwards this is Ash in his definitive form and he gets the line which you think is cringy all of this is essentially just you saying how much you love Bruce Campbell especially in this role yeah (laughs) so I'm going to separate the two the tooling up sequence which I love and most people love what did you think of that when he's like making the hand and he's making a shotgun or sort of shotgun just like that yeah like I feel indifferent but the the line you thought was cringy it was the way it was delivered um I don't like I don't know I because I knew it was such an important line but honestly I think the way it was like I'm gonna stand with this chainsaw in my hand which you would have to be incredibly strong to be able to hold the weight of a chainsaw with one hand which considering in the first film you were exceptionally weak now you're suddenly fucking strong enough to sorry I dropped the f-bomb I'm trying to stop swearing (laughs) so you've got two ways of looking at it one which is it's just a film stop worrying about it it doesn't it doesn't need to make sense or two he's just been possessed by a force which can do anything it wants there's probably some remnants of strength in his body from when that possessed him that is an incredibly weak answer but it's all you're gonna get but like he stood there with this like hand which just reminded i swear there's a manga like called chainsaw man or something and I just had that in my head and it's just like I don't know it was creepy it was like him at the beginning when he was like I'm a man and you're a woman yeah, that's the immediate difference between Ash and Evil Dead and Ash and Evil Dead 2 if one is romantic and one is not I don't it's weird like I messaged one of our friends and said oh the, what was with the eyebrows and his response was to send back caterpillar emojis that's what it looked like in the first film he had a monobrow in this film he's got flipping sluggy caterpillars on his face true so did you write down 
what they this is a quick diversion so I just remembered what they called him when he landed at the end of the film Deadite Deadite that's what they're called they're Deadites from now on I'm going to start calling people at work who annoy me Deadites so sorry customers <laughs> from from this point on they're not possessed they're not they're just Deadites anyone who gets possessed by the yeah because the sp- they they said slay the Deadite and then when the really, really, really bad, even for the 87 CGI... The stop motion, yeah. But the stop motion of the dead girlfriend doing her weird naked dancing, it was bad, but it wasn't awful. That at the end, it was just like, hmm, we spent the rest of the budget. Fair enough. So... Do you think the effects were better than the first one? Yes, apart from the last one, like I've just said. I want to know how much fake blood they used. Oh, too much. Famously, for a long time, it was the most fake blood in anything. But also saying that, we've just watched Scream, the new one, and we're re-watching it the day we're recording this with my best friend. The day of recording, our... Episode 2 of our Who reaction has just gone up. So, just to put that into context of when we're recording this. It's the Meep Appreciation. <laughs> and I'm just going to add it into an Evil Dead reaction, fair enough. So, I've only got a few things to, to ask you about, really. So, you didn't like gr- the way he said Groovy. Groovy is now an ongoing thing. And oh, it's, I know. It's the iconic line. To the point where you can buy the Evil Dead Groovy Collection, which I haven't got, which is everything. It's all of the films and all of the TV show in one go, apart from Army of Darkness and the remake. So you get film one, film two, skips film three, and then goes straight into the show. Because of rights issues. Because of rights issues, but the the show references Army of Darkness quite heavily in later seasons. Which would make sense, because it's that... Yeah, season one they couldn't, season two and three they could because they resolved the rights issues by then. They still reference it in series one, but really, like, sneakily as a joke. So, the effects were okay, you liked them. Did you like the fact they brought in a new lot of characters? To be honest, I didn't really notice a difference. Like... Because obviously the girlfriend was a different actress. The thing that got me about that is the fact that her hair colour changed halfway through. Yeah. Like she was blonde and then turned into a brunette. Because yeah, they brought in new characters. It worked? Question mark. Do you think it works better than if they just left it as Ash in the cabin by himself for the whole film? Which is what it seemed like at the beginning. I mean... Yes, I know, because otherwise he would have just been facing off to his girlfriend for like an hour and a half. Fair enough. So, do you like that? What do you think of the expanded mythology? So now you know who found the book, why why the book was there, and all of that. The nobies and the nobies are something to remember because they are important. Honestly, this just goes back to it's like all these scientists nowadays that like we've discovered this like. I'm trying to not swear in case you can't tell. We've discovered this like ancient virus or like this old skeleton and we're gonna unfreeze it or whatever. Just don't play with things that You don't understand. Yeah. 
because he was just asking for trouble. Yeah, well, it's like I said to you at the time when we when it came up in the film when he said, "Oh, uh, but what has he discovered in the in the book of the dead?" I thought, "Well, maybe nothing, but maybe another dimension." It's like, "What well, a? Why would you want that? B? Why would you want that from something called the book of the dead?" But also, so like obviously his wife dies. Yeah, and gets possessed. He, you just see him as like a, a mirage type thing. So I get the feeling he might reappear. I'm not saying whether you're right or not. I'm just that's a, that's a nice theory. And obviously, you don't know you don't know what happened to his daughter because she didn't get sucked she in from died. And then Actually, you have to die from that because it was in your, her left shoulder. Uh, that so that is what I've said about before. That was the Kandarian dagger. I don't know what that is. You get expansion on it in later things, um, but it's quite powerful. Think of it as like it's got the spirit of the dead in it. So yeah, yeah, you're right. We don't know what happened to her. We don't know quite what happened to the to the, her father. What do you think of the idea that this relatively traditional horror movie series has now sent its hero back several hundred years? It's the fact that obviously I know there's a TV series. I know there's a remake, and I know there's a TV series. Yeah. So it's obvious that he survives, and it's obvious that he comes back. Yeah. So it's a bit like, well, what's going to happen now? Yeah. So what I'm going to say is, Army of Darkness has two endings. One is the ending that Raimi wanted it to have, and one is the ending that the studios wanted it to have. We love studios interfering with things that they shouldn't be. The theatrical ending is the one the studios wanted it to have. When we watch it, I think if we watch it with whatever one the DVD happens to have set up, and then react, and then I'll let you watch the alternate ending and let you decide which one you would have preferred, because they are very different. That's all I'm going to say about what happens in the next film, because you know what the setup is, he's in medieval times they're still deadites about he's now trapped there with his car which immediately smashed to pieces while landing on the floor oh I can guarantee they'll probably manage to fix it they normally do well I think the plan is we're going to try and do Army of Darkness uh, next week depending because at the time of this being recorded as well uh, John Wick will be out by then yeah we could always do Army of Darkness in the morning and John Wick in the afternoon yeah so that's something I want to see in a John Wick movie Bruce Campbell. It's not his. He's not an A-class actor. We've established. But I don't want him in there as like an assassin. I just want him in there like he was in Doctor Strange, just in the background, just saying something stupid and walking off, or getting shot in the face. <laughs> Having seen the first two, are you more or less excited for Evil Dead Rise? It's it's the line. It's the yeah okay. okay. If you've seen the trailer, it's the final line of the trailer. Yeah, you're. Not, it, it, I love it. I love it. I think it's gonna. I think that's gonna actually scare me. I think the. I think Evil Dead, the remake Evil Dead, will because it's grim. I think elements of Ash versus Evil Dead might creep you out. They won't scare you, but they'll creep you out because that that show balances the comedy and the horror better than anything else in the franchise. I'm trying to think what was the last thing I watched that actually properly scared me. That's it. No, it didn't scare me. The ending was just... Really creepy. Yeah. 
It just made me feel unhinged. Fair enough. It wasn't scary. It's like the thing scared me, but didn't. Made you jump. It made me scream. In the, so we went to go see the thing for Halloween. Uh, our cinema did like a re-showing of it. I screamed in the middle of the cinema. Because you'd never seen it and you didn't know the jump scare was coming. So, you gave this a six. Do you think the next one will be... Do you enjoy it more or less than this one? I'm hoping you enjoy it more. But also it depends on how like cliched the fantasy is. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy the remake and I think you'll enjoy the show more than you enjoy any of the trilogy, but I might be wrong. See, I th- from what like Elliot, our friend, has said, Hi Elliot! <laughs> I think I will like the show more. I think you will. I think there's... It's just really good. I can't really explain it, but I love that show. It's one of my favourite shows. I know. It's quite a good shot because the poster of the show is currently... It's above my bed, yes, and behind you. Yeah. No, you can, you can see the poster for Ash vs. Evil Dead in the camera behind your head, and you can see the poster for Army of Darkness on the other side of the wall, because yes, two of my walls have got the posters for all of the Evil Dead franchise on there, apart from the remake and the new one. But you, you, this wasn't a bad film experience. You didn't go, you didn't hate it. You enjoyed it. Yes. Fair enough. Okay. Plus, like, it was fairly easy to sit through. Like, quite often I end up getting bored partway through. And it's quite. It keeps changing between stories, so it's it does get easier to watch because there's very there's a variety. Yes. So I've just seen your Army of Darkness comment comic comic on the floor. Yeah, I've got all of the original Army of Darkness comics, and then I've got the Xena crossover, because of course I have. I just need them to release, like, either a Scream novelization or something. Okay, so, before we go, because it's only meant to be a short one, do you have any predictions for anything to come, especially the next one? It's obviously it's going to escape. The remake, I don't think he's going to be... So, you know, this is part of probably getting my films mixed up. But, like, he's going to be a side character that they stop at a gas station or something, and he's there. Ash vs. the Evil Dead, it's just going to be him needing therapy for, like, three seasons. But, no, it's obvious he gets out and needs psychiatric help, but doesn't go get psychiatric help. Also, I I want to start a GoFundMe for Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell to have couples as a counselling step (laughs) up. Because I don't think they're okay after watching how much fake blood was in this film. No idea. Well, I think... I just think they had a lot of fun making these films. You can tell that. The only thing I am going to say is don't expect the next film to be an exact copy of this film. In the, the ending of the first film leads into this in a really obscure way. The ending of this leads into the next film and they change what happens again. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it and I'm excited for you to get to I'm really excited for you to get to the show but I'm excited for us to get to the other films as well we, we've worked out a system for me reacting to the show as well haven't we? yeah I might, I might as well explain it here so we're going to have Megan reacting to episode the pilot episode 5 and episode 10 and then 1, 5, 10, 1, 5, 10 instead of trying to do a, a reaction to every episode so those episodes might be slightly longer just because it's going to be like Episode 1, react to 4 episodes. Episode 5, react to 4 episodes. Episode 10, 
like, like carried on so it's just going to be chunks and we we're not going to tell you how we've decided to release these episodes but we have decided how we've we're going to do that as well see how it works yeah but if if there's any particularly important episodes I think I'll get Megan to do a, a mini reaction to them but as of yet I haven't got a lot in well, mind well I mean that. we've got just under a month until Evil Dead Rise is out anyway yeah and hopefully we can do a little post film reaction to that yeah well there's no guarantee it's going to be released because of the UK when films get released there's no guarantee it's going to be released on that date no it says the 21st of April and we're hoping that's what it's going to be but let's just see what happens especially as like our cinema can be quite slow it's either like hot off the ball like the other week we went to go watch Broker and that hasn't been out for very long or like Missing for example which has been out trying Missing to and Hatching yeah but yeah no Megan enjoyed it which is good Megan's hoping the next one's good which is also good Megan's excited to see Scream set uh, 6 again <laughs> Let's um, let's see, see how it goes. Have fun. Let us know what you thought of these films when this episode drops, because they're oh, iconic. Well, definitely wants to know what everyone thinks of Bruce Campbell. Yes, because he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be reacting to the next one very soon. But for now, we'll talk to you then. Stay groovy. Bye. We have just finished. Army of Darkness, and I gave Megan the choice before we started because I've got several different copies of it. Do we watch the original theatrical edition with the canon ending? Do we watch the director's cut, which is 15 minutes longer with with Sam Raimi's original ending? Megan went for the theatrical ending, just because that's how people would have watched it anyway. That is true. So we've seen that. We haven't seen any of the extra footage. We've just then gone back and watched the alternate ending. So. We'll get to that at a later point. I just wanted to see what Megan thought of the film as a whole before we start talking about it more specifically. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. Question mark. I mean, I like the fact that there wasn't a time jump because they could very easily have done a time jump. And, like, it's very easy and clear with what the storyline is. Like, it's easy to follow... It's not like you've got a million different storylines to keep a hold of. And there's Groovy a thing every time he gets a new body modification. So from what I remember, we get it three more times. Twice in the show. And that line is in the remake. Um, But I think we get it at the start of series one and the end of series three. Because I think they're the best times to have put them into the show, to be honest. I mean, it depends how far you want me to go, because I didn't make many notes. Maybe surprisingly, I'm you made the page notes. Yeah, but mainly that was like, mini Ash from Mirror, little shits. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like just pure slapstick, stupid slapstick. Literally, I wrote, that's... little shits, swallowed one, now iron shoulder, slash double head, two big ones of him, bad Ash, dead and buried. Thing is, this this film is one of the more quotable ones, because you've got like the, the good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun line, and you've done Boomstick. Boomstick, Evil Dead 2, 
has got groovy, but that's the only thing that people quote from that film. And this one, you've got Boomstick, you've got that, you've got the Shop Smart, Shop S-Smart, which is stupid, and the whole speech he gives about the Boomstick is stupid. But, like, I mean, I don't like how dumb they're making him out to be. Like, he is dumb, but not to this extent. The multiple books, the forgetting the words. He didn't say the words, so he removed it, so the unmoved the dead have awoken, and... I see my opinion of it is he's incredibly he's a stupid person who's incredibly good like is it, and they go into it a lot in the comics where because he is the chosen one promised one that they call him he is the best in the world at defeating deadites however that does not necessarily mean he's a particularly smart or intelligent person his instincts and his like his gut get him through it more than having to plan and be a strategic person but yeah I think they could they could make him a bit smarter he's the, he, as the film franchise goes on he just gets dumber and dumber which shouldn't work and like to be honest the whole Sheila storyline didn't like you didn't need that in there she was very much of a time where you have to have a love interest. I mean, that's a fair point. Like, mate, your girlfriend, you've literally just had to saw your girlfriend up. And now you're making up with someone else. These three films take place, like, they came out over the course of 20 years. They take place in, like, two days. Wow. He gets to the cabin, they all get attacked and get killed. The next day, other people turn up, they get attacked and get killed. Then he's transported there. And to be fair, we don't know how long he's he's in medieval times for. It, it doesn't it doesn't seem like a couple of days. It seems like it could be like a few weeks at least. But the events of the first few films it is two days. And he's just like making out with someone else. Yeah. And then it's the ending. So I don't know if you want to do your questions first and then do the ending. So. This is much more of a comedy slapstick film. Which I do not like. You don't like slapstick. There is slapstick fighting in Ash vs. Evil Dead, but it works better because you've got that sort of... I know about one pit which you've told yes, me Yes, I've, I've warned you about a certain... But again, I'm not going to spoil it here in case people haven't seen the show. Hi, if you're doing a watch along with us. <laughs> I meant to send it to you. There was a TikTok of Bruce Campbell talking about it, about how they announced Ash vs. Evil Dead and everyone was so excited about it. And it's like, oh my god, I'm so, I'm so glad you're doing it. I'm so excited. Just tell us where it is. Where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? Stars. It was on the channel Stars, which no one had heard of. Well, now it's Stars Play, isn't it? I think, it, yes, I want to say so. The point he was making is that no one knew what the channel was. So no one watched it. It was the most popular thing they did, because that was the plan, was going to be that's the show that puts them on the market, but it didn't. So it ran for three series and got cancelled. And then Netflix picked it up, and everyone suddenly messaged him and talked to him and sent him, oh my god, I can't believe you're doing another one. I'm so excited. Netflix is doing an Evil Dead show. I was like, no. No, Netflix have picked up the rights to it. I've openly said that once the show got cancelled, I'd never play the character again. But hasn't he since come out and said he wants to play him again? He's come out and said he would only play Ash again if there was an Evil Dead movie made by Sam Raimi. 
Well, technically, they're all made by Sam Raimi. It's just they're giving new directors a chance. This new one is Lee Cronin, who's the director. Sam Raimi is either a producer or an executive producer. Bruce Campbell only trusts Sam Raimi with, like, with Ash. He only trusts Sam Raimi with Ash. He doesn't trust anyone else. You you didn't like the slapstick element of it. I just don't like slapstick. I think you'd prefer it in the show, because the show's, like... It's it's got a different pace to it. Okay. And it's not trying to be. It's trying to be funny in a horrific way. It's not trying to be like comedy skeletons like in this film. Oh, those I don't mind. You you quite liked one of the the uh, the just the stupidity of like the skeletons being incompetent. Yeah. So you didn't like that. You did. What did you think of the film like as a whole? You, it's, it's not your. It's probably your least favorite of the three. I'm guessing. Mm, yeah. Like I, I liked the ending the most. We'll get to that in a second. So I, I would say most people from the original trilogy only would say this is the worst film. The thing is, it's just so drastically different. That's the thing. Well, Sam Raimi wanted Evil Dead Two to be a completely different thing to be what if it was like you know how they've done Prey which is what if Predator but in the like hundreds of years ago versus Native Americans yes which apparently is very good I I haven't watched Alien yet either or Predator but I'm guessing that slowly Sam really wanted Evil Dead 2 to be what if Evil Dead but medieval times and they and the studios wanted no what we want we want a proper sequel so he did that, and then managed to make it lead into this. And then his other plan was to make a post-apocalyptic Evil Dead movie, which is why the the alternate ending of this is post-apocalyptic. That's quite complicated to get your head wrapped around. I like this one the least. Most people would say this is the worst film. A lot, a lot of people defend this film and love it because it's so ridiculous. Like me, I'm the same. But I will. I will happily admit that it is the worst of the three. Yeah. Because it's a weird combination of slapstick comedy horror, in inverted commas, in that, in that it deals with like possession and zombies and whatnot. It technically fits under horror, but it's not a scary movie at all. It might, it's a 15, I think, but it might as well be a 12. It probably, for the time, was a 15, but then since then... True. Other things True. have come out. Yeah, but I I like this one, but I wasn't expecting you to like it. But I'm glad you've seen it. The I say that the canon ending is the canon ending because that's how that's where we pick up with Ash in Ash vs Evil Dead. Is he's still working at that shop like forty years later? Yeah. So I want to know which ending you preferred. So if people haven't actually seen the alternate ending, go and find it. But you've got the canon ending, which is he, he manages to get back through magic of the book and then gets a job. And then the alternate ending, which I'm giving you the point now, spoilers warning, is he, because he's stupid, takes too much of the magic potion and then wakes up in the, like, 2100s. That's the alternate ending. Which ending did you prefer is what I want to ask. The canon ending. Yeah? You don't like he's an idiot and he wakes up a hundred years too late. They're making him out to be too much of an idiot. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But that I slept too long and then the manic laughing was alright. Yeah, he 
very good at that. I've now slowly been driven insane and all I can do is laugh about it. What would you give this film? A five. That's not as bad as I thought, given you gave the others a six and then you've hated this one so very much. That's that's actually alright. That's bad I, ash I'm not happy it. with that, but I'm happy with that. Bad ash is brilliant. I love how there's a bad ash in like every film now. Apart from the first and one. And it's it's the little shits. It's the scene, it's a really odd scene, but it's when like obviously he Big Bruce is standing up and then there's just a little Ash having a nervous breakdown and then two just rugby tackling off the screen. I just find that really funny. Oh, it's brilliant. That's the, the effects is surprisingly good with that. The only scene that you can see how bad it is, in that particular scene where there's, there's all the little ashes, when they're like holding his nose shut so he has to swallow one of them, you can just see the superimposed like Bruce Campbell holding his hands against an invisible wall. And the scene where he's got another head, when it's shot from a distance, it's really effective. When it's really close up, one of them's Bruce Campbell and the other one's an obvious white puppet. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's if you if you know what you're looking for. But it, then again, it's it's early nineties special effects that aren't CGI. Are they all practical effects? Uh, they're all practical effects, apart from like superimposition and like the mini ash scene. Obviously, that's CGI because you have to physically drop in all the different people. But yeah, 99% of these films are practical effects. I don't know so much about the remake. I think the remake might lean more heavily. From the majority of these films in the TV show, it's all practical effects. I don't know about Evil Dead Rise because I haven't looked into it because I don't want to get spoiled. I'm going to see if I can tell. But I think from looking at it, it's going to be a lot of practical effects, but probably a little bit of CGI. Yeah, some of it is going to be CGI. I know I know that's going to scare me. Hopefully. Because the trailer freaks me out. The remake might, but we're, we're yet to find out. Yeah, my, we've got a couple of issues that might be with the remake. Yeah, we can figure it out. For the original trilogy, how would you rank them? Honestly, one, two, three. Yeah? You think the first one's the best yeah. one? Yeah. The second one just didn't hit it. Fair enough. I th- I would say that as well, but I would caveat it with, I think Evil Dead 2 is potentially my favourite, but 1's the better horror movie. See, I get the feeling that I might like the remake more. Just because if the effects are more modern... Which it came out in 2013. I genuinely might like it more. Not because I'm dissing older effects. Just... No, that's, that's fair enough. If it scares me, I will like it. Good. I hope it does. Not in a horrible way. You're going to laugh at me now. Because I want to say the remake. Let me see what the rating of the remake is. Probably a 15. I want to say it's a 15. I don't think it's an 18. It's an 18. How is it? Why have they given it so an 18? So 2013. Does it have... The, the gore, I think. Okay. So that was 10 years ago. Oh, God, it was as well. So I wouldn't have been old enough to see that film in the cinema. No. Because I would only have been 14, 15, depending on when the film You'd dropped. have um, been... No, you'd have been older than that, because in 2013 I was 12. And you're three years older... I would have been 15. Yeah, 15, 16-ish, depending on when it came out. Yeah, when's it comes out, I'm looking at 12th of April, so just after my birthday. But the, the point is that I wouldn't have 
been able to go see it. So I didn't watch this one in the cinema. Evil Dead Rise is going to be the first what well, I've seen the original Evil Dead in the cinema, but Evil Dead Rise is going to be the first one I can actually watch as it's released. Well, it's like with John Wick. Obviously, we've just gone... When we're recording this, uh, two days ago, we went to go watch the fourth one. And I love the John Wick films. I think they're great. This is the first one that I have been old enough to be able to go see. And even though this new one's a 15, all the others I think have been an 18. I have not been old enough to go see them in cinema. Well, there you go. I saw number three in the cinema. Well, I'm trying to think, what was the first 18 film I saw in the cinema? It would have been something with you, because I didn't go to... Was Candyman in 18? No. I think it might have been Candyman, depending on what that was. So I've just looked up, the the remake is an 18, and Evil Dead Rise is an 18 as well. Cool. Oh, we want, you, we want it to scare you. Yes, because if it scares me, it will, and I'll like it, because we've only found like two or three films. That actually scare you. And even then, one of them, it more just creeped me out. Yeah. And that was just the sheer talent of said actress. Yeah, true, true. So yeah, we uh, this will be the first one that I'll have seen in the cinema as well. But I've I haven't rewatched the remake since I saw it the first time. Ooh. So this will be my second viewing of it. So we will both be reacting almost as new. So we can always do a little my own personal views on it as well when we get there. Yeah, I think that'll be good because if you don't really remember it. I don't remember an awful lot. I remember certain scenes, but not everything. Yeah, and then it's just the TV show, and then the new one, and then we'll be yes. back to Supernatural. True, back to Supernatural, and then back to Who, and then we can figure out what we do next. Because depending on what films get announced and things like that, we might do mini reactions. But yeah, we have some form of a plan. Definitely. So, do you have any predictions or thoughts or anything, having seen the end of Ashes, like, original Well, I know you adventures. said they went to go back to the original cabin to film again, and it's, like, fallen down. So, I'm wondering if it's kind of like a Final Destination-style thing, which is a new group of people go, and... Oh, all these awful things are happening to us. But wait, there's someone that's been through it before. So I'm not going to say anything about it. I don't want to spoil it for you. But I'm excited for your thoughts on it. This, as far as I know, obviously I don't know about the remake, about the remake, about, about Evil Dead Rise, is the only Evil Dead film to have a post credit scene, the remake. Yes, I think you've said about that before. Because... So lots of that to look forward to as well. But yeah, do you, you have thoughts on that? Do you have any thoughts on the show? Or do you not want to try and predict? I don't want to try and predict that far because obviously I don't know what happens in the remake to know what happens in the show to know what happens in Evil Dead Rise. Fair enough. Which, worst comes to worst, we will be going to see before I finish the TV show. But we're hoping it doesn't turn to that. We've got like three weeks. We can hopefully make it work. We can make it work. Okay, well, if you have nothing to predict, nothing to say, we'll go and get some food, settle down and watch the next one. Yeah.
I hope you enjoyed. I'm v- if you are listening to this and you've seen them, let us know what you thought because I'm very excited to see what other people make of these films. Uh, just don't insult Bruce Campbell or Sam Raimi. <laughs> it's possibly not a good idea, no. Okay, well, if that's that, we will go and get some food and we'll see you all in the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Please stay safe. Groovy.